Public service announcement. I have just temporarily closed the doors to Lifestyle Business School. If you are a current or aspiring expertise-based business that has a business, courses, coaching, masterminds, where you are divorcing your value from your time, or that is the business model that you want, you likely know that Lifestyle Business School is the program that I have been tirelessly working on over the last six months to build out six comprehensive playbooks, which basically lay out the entire path. It has everything from business model design to offer creation, to back-end delivery, to driving traffic, live launch campaigns, automated campaigns, everything you could possibly need to start or grow a leveraged expertise-based business to the lifestyle business sweet spot. Now, never fear because we've only temporarily closed the doors and we have added a wait list. So if you head to lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, pop your name on the wait list and you are going to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out, which is super exciting. And all of the exciting changes that we have made to the program as well, which we will share in due course. But in order to get the special VIP bonuses, when we do open the door, I want you to go and pop your name on the wait list now. So that is going to be lifestylebusiness.school forward slash join, put your name on the wait list, and you will be the first to be notified when we open up the doors with everything built out with a lot of exciting changes and with pretty much the best deal under the sun. All right, let's get into today's podcast episode. Hey, I'm Stevie, and in the last few years, I have built a wildly successful seven-figure business selling courses and digital products. If you're looking to create, launch, and scale a flagship digital course, or maybe you already have an online course and you want me to spill my secrets, this is the podcast for you. I believe with Wi-Fi, a little strategy, and someone to show you the way, anything is possible. Let's do this. Want to know more about Launchpad, which is my 12-month high-touch group coaching program where I teach you how to create, launch, and scale your flagship online course? Head to steviesayssocial.com forward slash launchpad now, and I'll give you access to a free training where I break down the entire strategy for a profitable, sustainable online course business, and you'll learn all about the program as well. That's steviesayssocial.com forward slash launchpad. If you've ever launched an online course in the past, you're going to be familiar with a little concept, even if you've never heard it called this before, uh, called the launch roller coaster. Now, if you're not an online course creator, if you haven't yet created and launched an online course, but it's on your radar sometime in the future, this episode is going to be really helpful for you because you're going to be armed with the insights of what is going to come. Because trust me, no one that launches something especially an online course, is immune from the launch roller coaster. I'm also going to give you in this podcast episode some tips for reframing your thinking around course launches to save yourself a lot of the mental torment that often goes along with them. Okay, so let's start with what the launch roller coaster is. 
Essentially what it is, is the whole gambit of emotions, the ups and the downs that accompany the decision to launch a course. And they're really not for the faint hearted. The emotional sort of peaks and troughs of an online course launch usually kind of flow with the different phases of the launch, all right? So what I want to do is start by going into each of those phases and how you might see it manifest as you start to go through the process. So the first phase of the launch roller coaster is when you're thinking about creating your online course or launching your online course more specifically, and you're kind of in that creation process uh, and or maybe procrastinating and not actually starting that sort of preparation process, right? And so generally, this is kind of like sometimes months before that kind of cart open phase of your launch. And it's characterized, to be completely honest, for the most part by fear, as is a lot of the launch roller coaster. So it might be, and it often is, the fear of visibility. It might be the fear of putting yourself out there. It usually is the fear of rejection and ultimately of, and I'm using air quotes here, failure, okay? But the physical manifestation of that usually presents itself in a few different ways. So it doesn't present itself as fear. Depending on the person, it will present itself as one of the options is perfectionism. And this is definitely one that I've been guilty of myself. And that can look like spending weeks and weeks tinkering with your webinar slides to try and make them perfect before you're launching, right? Or um, spending months on deciding on the best course platform and the best tech stack for things like your sales pages or obsessing over the font on your sales page or spending forever trying to come up with the perfect webinar title for your launch event. And, you know, all of the other little perfectionist tendencies that can tend to rear their ugly head when you're frankly feeling a little bit scared. Now, it's really easy to kid yourself that these tasks are really reasonable and they're really important. And I have definitely, like I said, done this particular thing myself in the past. But let me tell you, when this perfectionism comes up in the preparation phase of a launch, generally what you're doing is distracting yourself from just doing the damn thing and getting your offer out there. And the reason for that is usually because it's scary. So, you know, what if people say no? What if it doesn't work, right? Now, the second way that fear often presents itself in that lead up period is in procrastination. And so this is like the opposite of the perfectionism thing. And it can look like, you know, putting the creation of your online course into the one day basket because you're feeling so, you know, inverted commas busy and you might be busy, but maybe busy on things that aren't going to give you the life that you want. Right. Uh, Maybe it's, you know, moving the goalposts on your launch dates because you feel like you're in air quotes, not ready or, you know, Uh, not working on all of the moving pieces of your course launch because it feels in air quotes overwhelming, right? Now, if you find yourself doing this, it's really important to ask yourself whether you really are too busy, whether you really are not ready, whether you really are overwhelmed. And you might be those things, right? But it might be a manifestation of fear rearing its ugly head. Because here is the thing, guys, You will always 
be busy. I don't know a single person in the world that isn't busy, but if you're not prioritizing the things that ultimately lead you to the life that you want, things will never, ever change, right? It's easy to busy ourselves in the day-to-day doing the things that we've always done. And if we keep doing the things that we've always done, we're never going to get a different result. Pushing your dates. So this is something that I see a lot when it comes to procrastination. I'm going to push the dates of my launch out because I'm not ready. Now, that might be a temporary fix to alleviate some of the fear that you might be feeling, but isn't actually doing it the same amount of hard doing it now as doing it later? And if you're not working on your course launch, so if you find yourself putting it off and kind of, you know, saying to yourself that you feel overwhelmed and there's too many moving pieces, right? It's ultimately going to be more overwhelming down the track when you decide to push it off and leave it to later. And it's really a lot of the time what I see in my experience is that it is fear manifesting itself as procrastination, just as it manifests itself for other people as perfectionism. So the second phase of the launch roller coaster is what I call the pre-launch in air quotes, we'll see what happens phase. Okay. And so this is when you're starting to actually promote your course launch. So you're starting to get visible. You're starting to put yourself out there and you're opening the door for registrations to your launch event. Now you might be having a webinar launch or it might be a challenge launch or whatever it is. You need to get people to actually uh, register for the launch event, right? So let's kick off the breakdown of this one with a real truth bomb. And that is that a successful course launch requires what? What does it require? Leads. Okay. Plain and simple. The more leads that you have for your course launch, the more sales. And I say that Uh, very generally, because it's not always the case. There's another little thing called your conversion rate that is the other variable, but that is a story for another day. The more leads you have, the more chances that you have for sales. But here is where I see that fear, you know, the fear that really drives so much of the launch roller coaster really manifest itself in this critical period. And it's like I said, in that we'll see what happens, laissez-faire type of attitude, right? You know, uh, I'll I'll see, uh, I'll open doors to the webinar and I'll just see what happens or, you know, I'll just do this for the first time and I'll I'll hope for the best, right? No, 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 no. (laughs) That sort of language when I see it is always a huge flag for me with my clients because Often what I see is that it comes from a really deep desire to protect ourselves, to make sure that we don't disappoint ourselves by, you know, setting a goal for ourselves or shooting too high and not reaching the goal, right? But like I said, an online course, an online course needs leads. And if you take that kind of, we'll see what happens approach, you're not going to get the leads that you need to succeed. Now, this is something that I did in the early days. I, you know, uh, decided that I was going to launch and, you know, I said, okay, cool. I'm going to open the door for registrations. We'll see what happens. We'll see who registers. That doesn't work. You actually need to have a goal because setting the goal itself is going to be the catalyst that will help you reach the goal. Okay. And it needs to be math-based. So you need to have a math-based goal for the number of sales that you want to generate from your online launch. 
Then you need to work backwards and determine the number of leads that you need in order to get that number of sales. And that will be based on your conversion rate. This is all something that we teach inside of the Launchpad group coaching program. This is the process that we go through. But once you have those goals, you know, once you have that lead goal in mind, you need to implement uh, sort of really clear strategies to go and get that number of leads, right? And it's not that you need to reach that number. Is the number the goal? Yes. Does not hitting your number make you a failure? No. And here is the missing piece. And I want you to really understand this because this is a big part of the mindset that goes into the launch roller coaster and those kind of emotions that we have around it. When you set your goals for a launch, and it's absolutely critical that you set goals, you'll strive to reach them. And the act of setting the goal and striving to reach them is going to take you much, much further than saying, oh, okay, we'll just see, right? But also, you need to completely detach from the outcome. When you completely detach from the outcome of your launch, but also strive to achieve the goal that you have set for yourself, what happens is that you can then, at the conclusion of your launch, objectively look at each element and decide what worked. What didn't work? What will I do differently next time? But not actually setting the goal and not striving for that goal in the first place in order to kind of protect yourself from a perceived failure if you don't reach it is going to inherently mean that you're not going to reach it, right? Hey, I hope you're enjoying the episode. If you've ever thought about creating and launching your own online course, but you felt overwhelmed with all of the tech options, I want to share with you the all-in-one solution that I use to manage just about every single aspect of my online course business. That tool is 10X Pro, and they are currently offering my listeners, you, a 30-day trial for just $1 plus some very special bonuses that you won't get anywhere else so that you can test it out yourself. To get started, head to steviesayssocial.com forward slash 10xpro. That's the number 10x for xylophone pro. Enjoy. So let's talk about the third phase of the launch roller coaster. And this is when the cart actually opens for your launch. Now, this is immediately after, you know, whatever your launch event is. So you might have a webinar or you might have a challenge or whatever it is. It's when you open up the doors for a period of time before closing them down again and your potential students have an opportunity to purchase. And this period is a hell of a roller coaster. So, you know, if you've gotten past the preparation and the perfectionism and the uh, procrastination, (laughs) so many P words, uh, and then you kind of get to the registration and you've set a goal and then you get into that cart open phase where it's like, okay, you know, how many people are going to purchase here? And so, you know, you might open your doors and you get sales and you feel that real kind of sales high, right? But then a few days might pass and PS, this is completely normal. You know, your sales will filter down to a trickle and you'll kind of have that despair. You might even feel like giving up. And I see this over and over. And then towards the last day, because human nature is that people leave it to the last minute to purchase, as long as you've kept that energy and momentum up and all of that sort of thing, sales again, and you reach that high, right? So it's really that roller coaster situation. You think it's working and then it's not working and then it is working and it goes on and on and on. 
Now, the worst thing that you can do in that particular period of time is, well, three things. Number one is think it's not working and stop promoting it. You need to go hard from day one until cart close because so many sales, as long as you keep your energy up and you keep promoting and you keep doing all of the things, will often come towards the end. And if you think it's over before it's even started, you're self-sabotaging and you're leaving money on the table. The second thing is that you think it's not working and that affects your energy. And energy is a huge element of putting any offer out there. And I'll actually do a completely separate podcast episode on this because your potential students feel and feed off your energy. If you're not excited about your course launch, why would your potential students be excited about your course launch, right? And the third kind of big no-no when it comes to this particular kind of phase and the entire launch roller coaster is tying your results to your self worth. Now, this is like a really, really, really big one, but here is how I want you to compartmentalize. Your launch is your launch, okay? It is not a personal reflection on who you are as a person. The two are separate and distinct. Don't you ever forget it. <laughs> and it's really like, this is like, one of the big foundational pieces that I want you to keep in mind when it comes to this process. It actually also ties into reframing your perspective, which is uh, the final piece of this podcast episode. And what I want to talk about for anyone that has experienced the launch roller coaster or feels like they might because they're letting fear or the fear of rejection, the fear of failure, the fear of visibility and putting themselves out there, um, they're either letting that hold them back or it's affecting the uh, quality of what it is that they're actually doing, okay? So the best way or, you know, to avoid, and I don't want to say just avoid, I want to say, you know, at the very least kind of acknowledge or minimize the effects of the launch roller coaster because we're all still going to experience it to a certain extent. What I want you to do is notice when it's coming up for you, notice when you're starting to feel that roller coaster of emotions and go, oh, you know, that's a feeling, but I can detach from that, right? But I want you to completely reframe your perspective. So here is how I want you to think about a launch or any sales event. So let's say you have an evergreen funnel set up in your course business and you have sales coming in all of the time. I want you to think about it as this, no more and no less than an experiment. Now, my really big motto for my Launchpad clients, which is my 12-month high-level group coaching program where I really support you through creating, launching, and scaling your course, but I should probably trademark this as well. You know, it's when you launch, you learn. When you launch, you learn. And what I mean by that is that success comes from action, so the act of launching itself is essentially just the ultimate fact-finding experiment, okay? And treating it like that and detaching it from your self-worth will make all of the difference as you go through the process. If you find yourself spending weeks and months on, you know, perfecting your webinar to make it perfect, it's useless because only the act of actually getting your webinar out there will give you the insights and feedback that you actually need to perfect it. Or, you know, the months that you spend kind of moving your dates back so that you can be more prepared or telling yourself that 
is useless because nothing will prepare you for a course launch like a course launch. And, you know, the time that you spend worrying about whether it's going to be a success or a failure is useless because it's only by launching that you'll get the data that you need to iterate and that will lead to your inevitable success, whether your first launch is successful or not. And I say successful in air quotes. (laughs) So I want you to really take that concept of when you launch, you learn and run with it. Okay. Now, inside of Launchpad, we have this really rigorous process for dissecting a course launch. So basically what we do is we review and critique our clients' assets, so their webinar slides and their sales emails and all of their other assets prior to their launch in detail. But until it's actually out there in the wild, it's really kind of uh, difficult to know exactly how it's going to perform, even if we've finessed it and, you know, really kind of refined it according to our best practices. So uh, what happens inside of Launchpad, and one thing that I recommend highly that you do if you are a course creator, is that you go through the process of uh, doing the launch and then dissecting and digging into the data to find out what it is that worked and what it is that didn't work. Because when you go through the process of launching, you learn not only kind of the overall, in air quotes, success of your launch. So, uh, and by the way, that's not measured by the number of sales, okay? It's actually measured by your conversion rate. And that means the percentage of leads that you got into your launch event that actually purchased from you. That is why leads are so important. But it also tells you exactly where you need to improve, like literally where you need to improve at every step of the process in order to increase your overall kind of uh, success in air quotes for your launch, right? So if you didn't get the results that you want, cool. What we do is dig into the data and dissect whether it was your landing page or the number of people coming to your webinar or the open rates of your email or one of the many other data points that we collect through the process so that you know exactly what you need to do the next time. So when you launch, you learn. You learn what worked. You learn what didn't work. You learn what needs to change for next time. And the process of doing that in itself brings you one step closer to your inevitable success rather than just kind of sitting there and wondering how it's going to go or being scared of rejection or failure, right? So where does that leave you? If you're listening to this podcast and you're currently in that lead up phase, so you've been thinking about creating or launching a course, or you're kind of like in that process where you're about to do it, but right, you're kind of getting everything together, but you're letting fear, which is presenting as uh, procrastination or perfectionism, again, all of the Ps, you're letting one of those things hold you back. What I want you to know is that the art of taking action with a goal, but without an attachment to the outcome or banking your self-worth on it is what will ultimately lead you to success. So you need to do the thing to learn from the thing, to do the thing better next time, right? If you're currently launching and, you know, this is something that is going to be relevant for people going through that kind of pre-launch phase or the launch phase and you're kind of feeling all of the feels, what I want to kind of really encourage you to do is to shift your mindset from one of success, so perceived success or perceived failure, to 
what I call the curious detective. And so what that is, is really watching and analyzing to see what needs to happen in order to succeed. So watching the launch from the perspective of an objective observer and knowing that all of the data that you collect through the process is going to give you the breadcrumbs that you need to reach your goal and that the action that you're taking is exactly what you need to be doing because action creates clarity. And if you are not in action, you you're not getting the data that you need to succeed, right? And if you've launched in the past, but you haven't in air quotes succeeded, what it's an opportunity for you to do is to take all of that amazing data that you've collected and look for evidence to give us clarity on exactly what we need to do for next time, rather than guessing or crossing our fingers or hoping or any of the things that aren't going to get us to where we want to go. So what our clients do inside of Launchpad when they uh, validate their launches or if they don't validate their launches and notice that I don't use the word success or failure is a dirty word. We do not use those. Uh, We have a really rigorous process in which we meet with them on a one-to-one milestone call to talk about and to dissect the data and figure out exactly what needs to happen in order to lead to their inevitable success, right? So if they reach their goal, we give them a data-driven, so many Ds, so many Ps in this podcast episode, a data-driven roadmap for exactly how to exceed it the next time. And if they don't, we give them a data-driven roadmap for exactly what they need to change next time. So it's not giving our opinion. It's not guessing. It is literally looking at the data and giving data-driven feedback on the steps that they need to take. But you've got to do the work in order to get the data in order to succeed. It's not like you've got to do the work in order to succeed, right? You've got to get the data. It's so, so, so important. That process is a vibe, I tell you. It's so, so good. (laughs) Okay, guys. So what I want you to take away from this podcast episode is that when you launch, you learn. When you launch, you learn, right? Don't let fear, don't let procrastination, don't let perfectionism, don't let attaching the process to your self-worth hold you back from reaching all of your big dreams because what a shame, what a shame that would be. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you've made it this far, hopefully it means you've liked it. Make sure you hit subscribe so that you don't miss future episodes and leave me a quick rating and a review while you're there. I would be so, so grateful. Want to say hi? Head over to Instagram at Stevie Says Social and send me a DM. Till next time.